Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Wait with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Do you want inside information? You will not be able to repeat it to your kids, but you will learn and you will laugh. Door Bumper Clear is on. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup Car, the 7 Xfinity, and the 29 Truck. Joining me today, the regular cast of... Brett Griffin, spotter Elliot Sadler, Clint Boyer, and our wonderful, beautiful, non-emergency room co-host... Hi guys, it's yeah. KB. She did her hair up so well today too. I'm gonna have to take we a gotta take a groupie. A group- yeah. <laughs> we got a selfie. We're gonna have to selfie your hair today. Let's do it. Yeah. So anyway, we're coming at you from the Exalta studio. Speaking of Exalta, don't forget to head over to the revamped ExaltaRacing.com to get all the latest news, photos, and schedule for Dale's number eighty eight Exalta Chevrolet. Why didn't you say www Exalta. Sometimes I say that, w- and sometimes, w- I mean, you threw me off because I was saying Bill Bev DeVoe I, I, wrong I, I, this morning. Yeah, yeah. You what is said, it? You said that wrong. It's, it's Bill, Biv. Biv. Bill Biv DeVoe. Not Bev DeVoe. Guess who's here? Who's here? He's here. Jason Brownlow is We have NASCAR royalty walking into the Exalta studios. Yes. And he, he is late. Yep. He's nine minutes late for tech. Nine <laughs> minutes late. You know that's a uh, fifteen-minute penalty next week, Jason. Sit down and throw a headset on. Yeah. You know what? You need to sit at the front of the line for fifteen minutes and you can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> this don't, it's trip wires. Don't it be is. stepping on we my cord. We booby trapped the studio. <laughs> so so uh, I reached out to NASCAR and I said, hey, we got an official coming on. Uh, I need a list of everything that we cannot talk about. And on then the NASCAR show. called me What's and not said. Allowed? What is your show about? And Don't then, let and, Brett and, and, ruin NASCAR. And so from that script, I think all we can really talk about are the Georgia Bulldogs. Brownlow, what do you think? That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you going to stand up this whole show? Are we yeah. making you uncomfortable? Yeah. No, I got a little back thing oh. going on. So. Well, Kristen, are you sure you're okay? Kristen's yeah, Kristen's probably got some drugs for it. Do you want me to grab you a chair? Oh, I got plenty of them. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Got a good doctor. 10-4 on a good doctor, man. So we're just getting going on the show, man. Welcome uh, welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Hey, before we dive into this thing, Jason's going to join us for the whole show, man. Just tell us what your role is as an official so so that everybody understands what the hell you're doing on here with us today. And That's how good. long you've been with NASCAR? I've uh, been with NASCAR for going on 14 years now. And um, my main uh, speciality is uh, safety. So I do all the interior stuff on the cars for inspection. Um, during practice and whatnot, um, I'm either usually in the flag stand or up in the spotter stand, and um, it's pretty much about it. Um, you know, during the races, I'm uh, usually out in the either in the pro trailer or up in the tower running the pro trailer system, uh, which we could probably talk about yeah later on. And uh, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's been great. Yeah. It's been awesome. I, I'd put him in our top two officials we like on the spotter stand, wouldn't you? Soccer's got to number one. <laughs> why you got to put me on the spot like that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, Jason's uh, he's uh, definitely in the top one of the top ones. They actually we've got a pretty standard group that we've been getting lately now. Sako and and Jason, we've got a and uh, 
Andy's probably the only one I'd say let's get rid of the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and the the girl, what's her name? She she goes, Shannon. yeah, she does a good job. She's she, awesome. When she come up there the first time, you could tell she really wasn't sure and stuff. And but she not, I mean, she goes around, checks us all off, gets it done, yeah. and she's got a lot of tattoos. Kristen, you'd like her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she inked up. She's quiet, <laughs> unlike she's quiet. you. <laughs> Except for your first show on here when you were like shaking. Yeah. You, now look at me. Yeah, I know. Look at you now. <laughs> Kristen Mingle. Look at me now. She's got a website. And she tried to, did you know she tried to register Kristen Mingle? No, I didn't. I. You, you looked it up. Okay, you idiots started this whole thing. And then I just looked up to see if the URL was free. And it's not. <laughs> she, and some guy tried, tried to, to sell it, it to me for $9,000. I got I got five on it. <laughs> yeah. Five dollars. Maybe we can start a GoFundMe for Kristen Mingle. Everyone can start chipping in. God, it looked like you were mingling pretty good at the pit game this weekend. Yeah, yeah. You were you were tweeting pictures of people vomiting on themselves. There was a yeah. guy in front of it. Oh, it was a the most fans that I've ever been at a Pittsburgh sporting event. The history of it, seventy thousand fans. Wow. And uh, Penn State, the first time in sixteen years they played each other. It's a state rivalry. It was an amazing experience yeah. being there. They haven't played in how long? Sixteen years. That's wow. crazy. You think they would play more? For the, I mean, it'd yeah. be a good rivalry. So there was a guy standing in front of us, a pit guy, and he got so drunk he threw up on a Penn State fan next to him. But awesome. he left and bought more pit gear, <laughs> left his tags on, and came back, finished the game. He was not, a He's true, a warrior. He's a warrior. I was pulling so for did pit. did you throw up? Go ahead. I did not. No, but I had a great time and I got kind of sunburned. I was pulling for pit for two reasons. Number one, you were there. Number yep. two, Tony Dorsett was there. Yeah, he was. He's the man. We got emails from like Mike Dicka before the game, and clearly really? it wasn't him. But and Dan Marino, we got some good guys coming <laughs> out of there. Larry Fitzgerald, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Pitt's yeah. had uh, Sean McCoy. You know what I remember about Pitt is I remember the first game of the college season about three, four years ago when Jameis Winston was starting for Florida State. We were it still was, in the Big East. It was were we? It, no. the, his first game was at Pitt, and I remember watching that game on Thursday night to start. It was I was on the road, but I remember watching it. And, and uh, that's one thing I remember about Pitt. You got a good. There's a the running back there has a really cool story, doesn't he? Uh, James Conner. Yeah, yes. he just beat cancer. He just got done chemotherapy, I think, three months ago. And he the first touchdown last week against Villanova was was James Conner. And yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool. He's story. got a good awesome. spirit, a great attitude. So that's yeah. pretty inspiring. Yeah. Anyway, I I got a question. So this um, are we allowed to talk about the pro trailer right now? Uh, whatever you want to talk What's about. What's a pro trailer? So a pro trailer is with this the new thing that watches all the pit road stuff when something when a tire rolls out when when something goes wrong it, it's from the pro trailer. Um, over the wall too soon anything like that the pro trailer calls it in. How? What's it like working in there? Is it hectic and chaotic during pit stops? How many officials are in there? So there's um, <clears throat> eight officials in there. Each um, has a dual monitors computer set up and a monitor above them. Um, once uh, cycle pit stops come in, um, it's a random deal. So it doesn't matter. You may get the 48. You may get the 25 yeah. or whatever. It's just random. Every and time. Every, every time. Every yeah. time. So it's just all random. And what it does is it'll log all the pit stops. So you'll have like eight guys going at once. As soon as you're done with the pit stop, it'll pull up the next one that's in queue and run it until everything's done. How many per... How many do you normally get? How many like how many do you normally have? Four or five cars, or yeah, on average four or five cars, depending on. And you've got to watch all their pit stops. Correct, depending on the pit stop, you know, if they've got damage or something. Of course, their pit stops going to be longer. Yeah. Everybody else is going to pick up the slack and and get the uh, other stops. So yeah. so relevant to what we've seen in the past ten weeks, these guys on the right side of the car, when the jackman is slamming into the door to to give them an air advantage. That's something you guys are looking for as you watch the whole pit stop? Correct. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for example, if that happens, we would call up to the, maybe call it the head official or whatever that's in the tower. Okay. That has the same system in front of them that is watching okay. everything. Right. If it's a concern, that official will tell the series director, hey, you need to look at this and the series director would make the judgment call. Which on is Hoots. Is that Hoots or is that Buck? It, it would be Buck, Wayne, or um, Chad. Chad. Yeah, okay. So do you replay it if you see something and then you make the call to up to the tower? Do you have the ability to replay stuff? Yes. Yeah, so we, the, see, uh, we can stop freeze frame. We can go second by second. We can rewind all that stuff because um, it's just like it's tape recorded. Does it light up? There. 
for you. Like, you know how they show on TV, like, okay, this tire rolled out. This, it has, like, a red square where the pit stall is, and if the tire rolls out of there, you know what I mean? Does it light up like that at all, or you just got to watch the stop and watch for certain things? You got It doesn't light up like that. I mean, okay. there's a box outlining the the pit box yeah. that's on there. Just to give you an idea of what you're looking for. Correct, yeah. yeah. So the, the computer doesn't call any – well, I'll take that back. The computer does can call driving through – too many, too many pit boxes. boxes. Does it light up or does it? Exit. Just, well, how yes. does it, how it, it would, show you that? It would light up. It would say there's a, down at the bottom of the screen. It would show vehicle, and then you can go back and look at it and make sure that it is yeah. a legit call. Um, it calls going out more than three. Once you see that, you can look at it and make the judgment call. It, you know, was he forced down? You know, were there too many cars coming out and he just couldn't get over? Mm-hmm and you know the other thing is that something that you guys look at like uh is does that make it legal to drive through too many stalls if you're forced there if you're forced down yes okay like I've, if i've I've just i've kind of wondered that myself i mean do you if you swerve in there to avoid contact or whatever then you know if you go over there to avoid contact or something like that then it's a uh, understandable yes it's okay. understandable but just to do it just to get a good entry is not correct yeah i got gotcha. you is that stressful watching four or five six pit stops at one time or it's just like old hat now for you um since we've been doing it for the past two years yeah it's just gotten routine mm-hmm. um the one thing i can say is it's in double time so it's not like a normal pit stop when we see it and watch it it's it's twice as fast just so you can get through the the pit stops faster once you get used to it you know you see uh you the normal stuff for. you know what you're looking for but you have the ability to slow it down if you need to. So That's if you have your choice, spot or stand during the race, flag stand during the race, pro trailer during the race, we're at the final one in Homestead, which one are you picking? Pro trailer. Pro trailer. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought we had there some serious <laughs> insight coming. All right, we're going to kick this thing off. We're going to come back to you in a minute, Jason, with a bunch of questions, and we're going we're gonna to bring you into some of this discussion too. Kristen, that's your cue. So we are heading into spot on, spot off. <laughs> I do that every time, don't I? Yeah. I just pause. I, it's like the fake break. All right. So spot on, spot off. We'll start with Jason. Um, we'll just give you a topic and you just say spot on, spot off, and then explain why you said that. You cool with that? Like if you okay. agree with it, like it, dislike it. And sometimes they'll... That's spot on. Look at Josh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spot on, spot off. Jason, battle at Bristol, same time and day as uh, Richmond race. Spot off. I guess what is spot on, spot off? That's you know spot, on means, spot on means thumbs up. Spot off means yeah. bad idea. Um, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go spot on. I mean, they don't. There's not much of a choice. I mean, uh, you. I guess they could have planned it for another a weekend, but you're always going to be going up against something on a Saturday night. It's mm-hmm. gonna be real hard to. To plan, I mean, there's a lot of college football games to schedule through. So, and I'm sure they don't look at the NASCAR schedule when they plan their games. As long as the NASCAR race isn't at Bristol that weekend, they probably don't care much about it. So. I'm going with what Brownlow said to start with, spot off. And here's why. You could have had this game a week earlier on Saturday night and it not have gone up against a race. It's almost like ISC uh, got got the, the middle finger from SMI. You know, like SMI said, hey, we on Bristol. You guys are racing at Richmond on Saturday night. Watch this. We're going to go head-to-head with you. We're going to take all your fans out of Richmond and Tennessee, and we're going to bring them over here to watch college football. So spot off next year, play it on Saturday night, Labor Day weekend, when college football kicks off. This was almost a travesty. Virginia Tech almost loses to Liberty. Tennessee almost loses to App State. Like if one of those had lost, this game would have been irrelevant. Yeah. Josh was there. <laughs> it almost was irrelevant still. Josh doesn't have a headset today, so he doesn't. Say Josh over there, yeah. Spot on, spot off. Ryan Newman's comments on incident with smoke. I say spot off. you you, you got to draw a line somewhere. That guy employed him, and not, I'm not going to lie. Ryan was driving that race very aggressively. I'm not saying very. the contact needed to happen. Ryan was doing what he thought he needed to do to get in the chase. And he got to a guy that doesn't like to be pushed around, and the guy handled it. I, I'm... <clears throat> Ryan, Ryan, we had a little incident with Ryan in turn one. He dove in on Jeff, and I didn't. I thought Jeff was going to leave the lane open, but he didn't. But Ryan, he would dive. He would. You'd turn off the wall, 
and then he would go lower than you after you already turned off the wall. And it makes it real hard on a spotter at that point. And even the driver, when you, you're like, oh, he's falling into the corner, or inside, 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 after your guy's already committed to the bottom. Yeah. And that's fine. You can drive like that, but you can't drive everyone like that. Somebody, we actually got back to Ryan the next time, and Jeff wasted no time bumping him a little bit and passing him. And Ryan knew. Yeah. And Ryan, that was fine. Yeah. But he, apparently, I didn't see every time that he run into Tony. Apparently, he gave Tony three or four shots before Tony had enough. So. Yeah. Comments are definitely spot off. I mean, there's a there's a guy bro code around here, and then he definitely went way over the line, in my opinion. And to TJ's point, I completely agree. He was racing like an asshole. Spot on, spot off. Richmond was a wreck fest. Spot on for the second half. My God. Have we ever torn yeah. up that many cars in 200 laps? Uh, you know, the first half went pretty pretty easily. I didn't think the second half was going to turn into that. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – yeah, there was a couple big ones. Big like, ones. Yeah, like big ones. Like I I can't believe we made it through a couple of them. But, it was uh, wreck after wreck after wreck, and then you look up front at the end, and you're like, nobody is eligible to win this that's not already locked in with the exception of Casey Kane, who got up to like fourth yeah. on the last restart. Like, I mean, you're watching this play down, play out, and you're like, why? None of you guys that have to win are even close to winning. Yeah. It's crazy. Spot on, spot off. Truex Jr. fails post-race tech. I don't know how many times we can spot off this stuff. It's becoming a normal. It's becoming, um, you know, I don't want to bash it too bad since Jason's here. But <laughs> if you don't, if you're not legal, you shouldn't get the win, in my opinion. You, you sh- if you don't pass inspection, you are not legal. The point fine, the point penalty means nothing. The money means nothing at this point. Your sponsor celebrated. Your car was in victory lane. Everyone says you won the race. Nothing against Martin or any of the guys that win, but, no. you know, it, it, you, we need to have legal race cars. Here's the thing. With Martin Truex, TJ is definitely spot on with his comments. With Martin Truex, if he fails post-race tech, it doesn't matter. Other than the yeah. fine, it doesn't matter. So um, th- this kind of leads us into uh, – Say Casey Kane wins the race and fails tech. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's in the chase. How does that? How is that right? That's not right. I'm, you know what I mean? That could be anybody. Say McMurray or somebody that had to win. Uh, Ryan Newman wins the race, fails tech, still in the chase. Yeah. yeah. How? This is uh, – and here's the thing about it. If you fail it at Daytona to start the year, it's no different than failing at the last race to make the chase. Yeah. So it's it's a lot to police. But I, I, this is a good time to ask Jason a question. I don't agree with a lot Ricky Craven says, but I'm going to I'm gonna pose <laughs> what scared. he said first. He said Take that NASCAR should look at a system that once you pass pre-race tech, you shouldn't have to worry about – post-race tech that should be the end of it you shouldn't tech the cars after the race do you think there will ever come a time that the guys could play in that box legally and nascar say hey we're not going to tech cars after the race i don't think it'll ever happen i think uh, just the continuity of trying to make sure that everybody's legal after the race that you know no one's going out there to to cheat right i mean they're going out there they're going to push the boundaries that they can and sometimes they they goes over those boundaries, but as NASCAR, you know, we we need something after the race to make sure that yeah, we can say that it was good or bad. Yeah. So it seems to me this year we've had a lot more people disqualified after the races for wins. Yeah. This year stands out to me as being before it was like after qualifying or something like that you have a guy that might not make it. Now it's like once a month we have a guy that's not legal after the race and it doesn't even matter. Right. So. Um, you know, what about what about a tech that, okay, after the race, say, hey, we're going to tech three things. We're going to make sure all the lug nuts are on. We're going to, you know, we're going to make sure your weight's right. And we're going to, you know, maybe t- you know, we're going to do whatever dyno, whatever. You know, why, if it's not going to, you know, if, you, if you're not going to care about the other stuff, why even really tech it? You know what I mean? Why not just have a standard tech after the race? You know, scales, um, lug nut check, dyno, boom. Or, you know, take the car back, top three. Jason now has grill marks on his back. TJ's roasting him right here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to continue this Jason Brownlow show. That rhymed. Hey, it's Mike Davis. Join us each Monday on the Dale Jr. Download podcast as we recap the race with exclusive commentary from Jr. himself, plus radio chatter replay and reaction theater. New episodes every Monday throughout the race season right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. 
Hey, Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime anywhere so we're gonna go into fast lane and jason what fast lane is is there i'm gonna ask a question and one of them is gonna go first and has 30 seconds to respond and then the other person goes and then the person who responded first gets to rebuttal whatever the second person said we just argue really basically it's an argument in 30 second snippets your name's on here when we expect you to be involved okay and if it's highlighted it's up to you Yep, we're just trying to be aware of the sensitivities that yeah. it takes to be Jason Brownlow. All right, let's go, Gluten Girl. Chris Gale will crew chief for Eric Jones next year in Cup. Eric will be a rookie driver. Chris will be a rookie crew chief. Should they have a rookie spotter as well? Absolutely, 100% not. You're the biggest race of the year is the Daytona 500. You probably shouldn't have a rookie coming into there. You don't. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want a rookie. You wouldn't want Jared Goff coming in and playing in the Super Bowl. It was his first game of his NFL career. So, um, you know, I, I definitely don't think it's good to have a rookie spotter. We heard a lot of talk early on when, when we found out Eric Jones was going cup racing that he was bringing a rookie spotter, that it was his late model guy. Now, since Chris Gale's been assigned as a rookie crew chief, it sounds like they're shifting their focus toward more of an experienced guy. TJ is definitely spot on with what he's saying. You, you can't put all three noobs out there at the same time and expect a good result. It will not happen. I, love the word I mean, you can, you can put them all out there, yeah, but it's gonna look gonna like be, Robbie Gordon. Yeah, it's gonna look like uh, <laughs> maybe worse than that. Uh, Stephen Wallace. That that's scary. <laughs> Hit the post at Daytona and and uh, the testing there when he clobbered at that one year. But yeah, you can't <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, I wouldn't personally want that. I would want somebody that's been up there and spotted them races, talking to me and telling me where to be at. Who do you think is the most underrated driver in the Xfinity Series, Brett? Oh, I'm going first. I've got Bubba Wallace. I think Bubba's proven he can win races in the Truck Series. He's in equipment right now that just for whatever reason isn't that fast. I I think if you made me pick one guy I'd like to see in a good cup car, it'd be Bubba. Yeah, I I would like to see Bubba in a... um in a quality ride again when he ran the the Gibbs stuff he was fast he made a decision to go run a full schedule instead of a partial schedule and I think it's biting him a little bit but you know I, I definitely I, I agree I'll give Bubba a shot in that. wow TJ agrees with me Jason who you got well uh, I'm gonna say uh, Jeremy Clemens oh, uh, for that's a single good car one, team yeah and as a family run team they build their own motors oh really you know, yeah wow so with what he's been able to do uh, even though he's you know mid-pack and whatnot. I mean, he's he's up there. He, South Carolina yeah. boy too. South Carolina. Go Cox. Boy. I will say this real quick. This on uh, Jeremy Clements. A long a long time ago, I went and watched a dirt late model race somewhere local around here, and this is when he was still running dirt late models, and he had a nice dirt late model, and he wore them out. That I mean, and um, they had, they built racing motors for that too. And they were pretty stout. So yeah, the past call. three races, he's been up in the top fifteen, top ten. He does. He Jason's he's a very right. Nice he does. He too. does well for w- what they have. His um fiance, not that anyone cares, is one of my good friends. I'll tell you, hey, great. who else I've been impressed with here recently is uh, Ryan Priest. Yeah, he's actually stepped up, picked up the program over there a little bit. It seems like in the O one car. Yeah, they've been around the top fifteen, and he's in. Is that the Scuba Life car? He, no, no, it's the O one car. He's car. maybe in top twenty five equipment, running top fifteen. Yeah, now. he's he's running. He was. Pretty decent at Richmond. He ran yeah. top ten. Darlington, so, yeah, ninth, I think. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty cool to see. Yeah. What are the biggest surprises about the drivers who made the chase, TJ? Oh man, the biggest surprises about the drivers who made the chase. Oh, I think first of all, you know, seeing Chris Busher in there is a huge surprise. I don't think anybody would have ever picked that at the beginning of the year. Oh, that, that was it? Yeah, it's pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> I would have picked three Hendrick guys to be in the chase, and they would have been Dale Jr., Jimmy Johnson, Casey Kane. Uh, big surprise that Chase Elliott's in. Obviously, Dale Jr.'s had health issues, and Casey Kane didn't make it. Very surprised both Ganassi cars made it. I mean, you got Kyle Larson in his third season, Jamie a veteran. Big accomplishment for those guys. So I, I would say those are the two biggest surprises for me. 
I'm going to have to probably agree with Brett. You know, the biggest surprise is Casey Kane not making it. Um, figured he would be up there uh, with the equipment that he has. He'd do a lot, a lot better than what he did. It's uh, one thing about our season is it's a lot easier to start off the year. So winning the Daytona 500 one year, that was the easiest season I've had. Right, no pressure. 20, 25 that race, weeks. that one race erased pressure until the chase started again yeah. and we won four races we won four yeah i think we won four races that year it was the easiest four races like to win not not that they were easy but there was no pressure we right. knew we could just it made it a lot easier and when you like casey had a string of bad luck there at the beginning of the year and it's really hard to dig out of a hole like that you start getting more desperate as the season goes on and if things can backfire real quick on you what is the ideal track to kick off the chase and why, Brett? Do I get to play Mike Hilton right here? <laughs> I, I've got two things that, that I think are important. Number one is an international audience. Number two is the diversity of the driver. So I'm going to go with a road course in Montreal. I think we can go to Canada. I think we can have a road course in the chase and say truly the champion is a well-diverse driver. He made it through short tracks, plate tracks, intermediate tracks, and a road course. Yeah, I think I would like to. Um, I think I would like to to start it off with a place like Bristol. I think that would be pretty fun. I think you go in there. Bristol's already on the edge of you know, man, we're gonna race. It's Bristol. Anything can happen, and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Talladega or a Daytona where anything can happen there too. But we go to Bristol, man. You can have a guy. You, we had D. Benedetto finish top five. We have say guy, his name again. D. Benedetto. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I just say it all at one time. Dibbenendetto. I, I can't yeah. say it either. That's why I say it all in one word. <laughs> hey, you can't. He just broke my 30 seconds up. <laughs> anyway, you got guys that won't normally have a chance to run good. Yeah. Jason, what you got, man? Best track? We got it. We're already doing it. Best you already track, like yeah. Chicago Land. I got to love Chicago Land. Yeah, me too. Place called Benny's Chop House downtown. They got the best bacon in the world. Bacon? What's, uh, what's that bacon, Chicago bacon. place that's like, uh, that there's like two or three of them around there that you go and you, you walk up and it's. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's a, there's like two or three of them around there. They got like a restaurants. Yes, yeah, like a real Italian name place. You're talking about Gino's? No, it's not Gino's. It's longer than that. <laughs> it's a longer Geppetto Italian word. or something. Geppetto. I don't know. Like from Pinocchio. <laughs> Di <Benedetto's. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Forget it. You know what you call it when you see two pigs kissing? Ham sandwich. Making bacon. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Ham sandwich. The off-the-wall topic is the classic 90s song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, played by Nirvana, 25 years old yesterday. What was your favorite song or band 25 years ago? Jason? Is there not a list of this? I don't remember. 25 years still, ago. Still relevant today, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I love YouTube. When was 25 years ago? I know. That's what I'm thinking. 1994. Oh. 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 Nine, oh, 1999. Oh, oh. No, 1989. <laughs> you got the right know. stuff. You, math. You're math. Math is hard. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> What's, it have been, yeah, 95-ish? 90? I don't know. <laughs> TJ, 90, it's, 95. Your, it's your turn. 91. Uh, 96, you What idiot. was your favorite song <laughs> or band? I mean, I was, I was literally, it was 95? Yeah. Oh, Were you even shit. born yet? Yeah. Uh, this is bad. You get the <laughs> I mean, I... Who, he was like, the same height <laughs> then as he is now. New kids on the block, maybe? I don't oh, know. Oh, they were big back then. Yeah. 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 In sync. Something. Yeah. 25 In years sync. ago. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. Michael Jackson is always my favorite. Yeah. It don't matter if it was 10 years ago, <laughs> 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. If he was born, he's my guy. That's who I'm down with. Oh, man. Yes. That's you know if the spotter thing don't work out, you, I can you've sing. probably seen. Yeah. I can dance better he than He also sing. dances. It's frightening. I've seen that. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> we've went over this a little bit before, but I'd go with like Stone Temple Pilot. Something like that back then was pretty Hairband music was big. Rex and effects. And effects are done. We've done that yep. before. Yeah, Rex yeah, yeah. and effects. Yeah. Check, baby, check, The baby. biggest songs in 95 were Gangster's Paradise. Oh. Living in boom, a gangster. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Michael Bostic. Jackson, You Are Not Alone. You, you two, Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me. Oh, yeah. Look See, guys. I know them all. Yeah, well, tell, me, tell me some more. <laughs> These are like high school dance stuff here. What do we got? A couple skate. I'm ready to yep. grab your butt. Look out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Girl Like You, Edwin Collins. Keep going. All Over You Live. Ants Ooh. Marching, Dave Matthews. Yeah, I remember that. <sighs> Back for Good, Take That, Bedtime oh, Story, Madonna. I had that single, that cassette tape. Be My Lover, La Bouche. Trans Ams with six by nines in the window were a big deal. Breakfast at Tiffany's, wow. Deep Blue yeah. Something. They, that's still that pretty popular. Yeah. Wow. All right, we're getting ready to roast Jason. Continue roasting him. Awesome. 
So Ask DBC, Josh chooses a few questions that we get from Twitter and our Facebook page. So at Jen Olk asks, Jason Brown, though, how has officiating changed in the last few years? In the last few years, um, probably I, I'm going to say it's been about three or four years ago, each series had their own officials. Cup had a set of officials, Finity had a set of officials, and trucks. Uh, a couple of years ago, they decided they were going to go with a new model, and we're all going to be one team, one set of officials. So if you inspect an Xfinity car, you'll be inspecting a cup car, trucks, whatever's there that weekend. Um, also, the what also has changed is we've gotten a lot more technology um, in in officiating. Um, all of our inspections procedure stuffs all on tablets, Microsoft Surface tablets. Um, that way, the series director can look at the tablet and say, okay. You know, there's still five more cars to be inspected. Um, here's the problems that we're seeing. Um, the pro trailer system. We used to all be on pit road. There were one official for every car. Now on pit road, there's one official for every four cars, and then there's the eight that are sitting out in the pro trailer that are actually uh, running the race and and doing the pit stops. Jason, how did you get into officiating? What were you doing before this? Um, actually, I was at the local short track in Georgia, uh, Lanier National Speedway. Uh, started um, actually just selling tickets there and um, got to start working in the pits and just getting to kind of like it a little bit more. Uh, a friend of mine that was working there um, went up and uh, was a contract official for the Bush Series at that time. Um, this was, you know, like 14 years ago. Went with him to a couple of races, got to actually know the, the couple of the guys there, and uh, persistent. Uh, at the time, uh, uh, Joe Garoni was the uh, head official there at uh, NASCAR as far as hiring. Which I he's forgot now about the, that. Yeah, he's now, yeah, he's he's now Furniture Row. Furniture Row. Yeah. And it was probably every other day calling him, hey, uh, you got anything open? Hey, you got anything open? And I think he got tired of it and just went ahead and hired <laughs> It'd be me. a whole lot easier to <laughs> just hire this guy. Did you grow up racing or around cars? or? Not really. Um, my dad always watched – we always watched NASCAR on Sundays. Um, but as far as growing up around it, not really. Um, actually, my first real race was uh, Richmond about 14 years ago. And within a year, I was working for NASCAR. It's wow. big. So, so man, people hear that these teams are failing LIS a lot. Break down what LIS stands for and what that means to the average fan. Because if I'm a chick and I'm on my couch and I hear LIS, I, I got no idea what it means. Lipstick. Do you know what it means, Kristen? No. What the I'm hell? I'm kidding. Is? Okay. I don't <laughs> know. Wait, 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 wait. Do you really know what it means? No. Do, what does no. LIS stand for? Laser or something, right? Laser something. Now, Jason's going to give us a real yeah. answer. Laser, well, I know, like, laser inspection I know in station. Th in theory what it is, but I'm not going through tech. I'm not the laser. But, but, but tell us what that really means, Jason. <laughs> yeah, uh, laser inspection station. Uh, so car goes up. <clears throat> they've got plates on each wheel, and they've got plates that go to the uh, frame rail. And What do those plates do? Well, what it does is there are lasers that hit those plates, and they, it measures the wheel base, tread width, camber, uh, offset, Important things. Important things. So when we I know hear what someone, is. so when we hear it's when, when we hear they failed mm -hmm. post race LIS, those are pretty significant measurements. What does camber do to a tire? It turns it in or out, right? Yeah. Depending on what track you're at. <laughs> it still turns mm -hmm. it in. I, or out. Hey, I got a question. I'm not a so car person. You said all your stuff is on Surface tablets. Is that like live? Like, like are they all connected to a network where they can like as soon as you check a car off, it checks it off under? Is it a is it a house program, or do you guys use, um, you know, a program someone else? Like OneNote? It, it's, it's a house yeah. program. One of the guys that actually works for us now uh, built the, the program. So they can – David Green can get on there at any point and say, oh, Jason, just finished this car. Just got to check. Yep. So yep. It, And it's up to date. That yep. everyone's it's up to date. And if there was a uh, violation, for, for example, of safety, if the seat belts were out of date, so we'd write it in red. So, uh, like, Hoots can roll out of a bed in his motorhome and be like, oh, cars are through tech. Yeah. Is that accurate? You can do that. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. accurate. Yeah, that's cool. So, if I'm a 14-year-old kid and I'm, listening, cool. and I'm listening to this show or I'm watching the sport and I, and I say, man, I want to be a NASCAR official because there's 
all sorts of jobs here. There's marketing jobs, agencies, jobs with teams, jobs in competition, jobs in business, your deal, your side of the deal. What's the best way for somebody to get to be you? Um, NASCAR.com down at the bottom has a job deal. Yeah. Um, I think they're always kind of looking for people. Yeah. But uh, I would say before you even do that, go to your local short track. Yeah. And go there and watch what they do. And you, that's the easiest way to learn. Right. Because, uh, you know, we get a lot of people that come in that, um, you know, they come from the local short track. They already know what's going on. Right. And it's a whole lot easier transition into inspecting. Yeah, we will uh, we'll post Jason's number after the show, and you can call him yeah. every other day. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet it out. You guys text him. Sure. You can call him every other day. Eventually, you'll probably get a job. So I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm. This is a long time ago, but my phone rings, and it's an old high school friend, and I'm like, "How'd you get my number?" You know, and she proceeds to tell me how she got my number, which was through a really good friend of mine, Squirrel. Joy Clontz. No, Joy Clontz. So I proceeded to put Joy's number on Twitter and said it was Clint Boyer's. I blew his phone. Up. You're the worst friend ever. <laughs> well, the asshole shouldn't be getting out my number, so I gave out his. I had a much bigger platform to blow his number up. Remember that time Elliot's number got posted? I know you do. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. That was funny. Nah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Nah, not to me. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny at all. <laughs> all the good old days. Ooh. What do you so got So you next? travel every weekend. Yes. And your wife, Christine, she works for Hendrick, right? She was at RCR. She's yeah, cool. She awesome. was. He yeah, outpunted his coverage on that deal. Yeah. 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 I married up on that one. She's got really good hair, too. He called her every other day, and finally she said yes. It's <laughs> 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 about right. Yeah. So you do you get an off weekend? Do you are you on on on? Yeah, we uh, throughout the year we get about six races off. That's good. Somewhere in there, yeah. A lot so of mine were at the first of the year. I got a question for you. When, uh, when it rains out, I think you that... could just ask it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it rains out, does it put a lot of stress on you guys to get like both series? Like when you got to tech both cars, you know, rainouts suck. Yeah, they suck. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, more than yeah. So if they we put them all through inspection. So like let's just say for example, was uh, trying to think of a rainout. Pocono. Pocono. Either one. So they go yeah. they go through inspection. Yeah. Regardless if it's raining or not. Okay. And then we'll put them back in the garage. If it looks, if it gets called, it gets called. The next morning, the only thing they can do is, you know, we'll let them prime the oil, you know, start the motor, yeah. uh, change the tape out. They do very minor adjustments because they've already been inspected. They're impounded, and then we put them out and and race. Hmm. I've always, it's always a, it's always a talk amongst like our group that we have. Like, okay, if it rains this time. Can they just run the cars now? What do they do for inspection? What do we do for that? They can't do this because there's, you know, they can't put officials over here if there's no if they're already over here. Um, but it's got to be up in the air sometimes. I'd like to schedule a hurricane every year during Kentucky weekend. <laughs> have a hurricane on Friday. Have a hurricane <laughs> on Saturday. Have a hurricane on Sunday oh, until twelve, and then stop, and then let's run a doubleheader, Xfinity, and Cup, and then get the hell out of there. I want. To go pick up Sterling Marlin and some of his firecrackers and take out the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know we don't have one. Good lord, versus man. thinking that, we have that one. Elevator. There's Elliot worked. Sadler in the house. Elliot Sadler. Dang. We're attracting all kind of stuff around here. Yeah, oh, did. and it's the sheriff. He brought the sheriff with him. He brought him. his. Okay. He brought my substitute spotter. <laughs> the one that's going to take your job. Yeah, look how efficient he looks. No, see, the key to hiring a substitute spotter is you always hire one worse than you are. Like, well, are you, you saying the sheriff is a bad job. spotter? I'm just saying he's not as good as I am. You know, normally, normally I go to Iowa when I stand next to him, but I didn't go this year. <laughs> <laughs> I can, you made him mad. Uh, I can he, read lips. He, he just said MFR. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can read lips, and that was definitely MFR. Yeah. So um, Elliot won this past weekend, so Elliot's in the house with the sheriff because he um, every time he wins, lunch? he buys lunch for the entire shop. Boom. Barbecue. Holla. Holla. Awesome. But, hey, I have a question. Nope. When you have the non when there's non companion races and or truck in a different place, is there a set core group of officials that will always go and do trucks instead of going to the cup and Xfinity or no, does it just it's, it rotates, yeah, it just rotates around it really does. just depending on what's needed at that other event. Um, and your usually, schedule's set from the be- from so you know correct, when yes. okay. Beginning of the year we, we know what days or what races were off what races were working throughout the year that's pretty organized what about during yeah. the week what's your job during the week anything now um usually on tuesdays every once in a while that's inspection days when 
um, at the R&D cars center. that come back at the R&D center. Yep. Um, if I have to go in, go in and um, usually for safety-wise, we'll do something like weigh the seats. We'll take the ballast out, make uh, weigh the ballast, um, check the steering wheel, weigh the fire bottles, stuff like random that. Stuff. Random yeah. stuff. So, so when teardown happens – it's the actual team that comes down, comes in, comes in and tears the car down, but it's in front of you guys, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So it's Which, just like the teardown of the racetrack used to be. It's just done at R&D Center. Correct. Yeah, and you can go to NASCAR.com and watch it live. Oh wow! So you can watch all that. Really? Yeah. That, I, yeah, I they do that. that. Yeah. yeah. And they do it. I mean, they do everything. You know, they'll take the motor out, the winning motor out. They'll uh, inspect it. They undercar the rear gear, whatever, whatever they want to look at. We'll take everything yeah. apart. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. All right, Kristen, we're rolling. Here we go. Prediction. Oh, there's one more question. Yeah. When a veteran driver fills in for another driver. Such as TJ's scenario. Yeah. Does the retired driver get to use his old spotter? No, he's retired. He loses them privileges after you retire. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we've kind of, we've hit on this before, but you, most of the time, everyone's accounted for. You can't just yank somebody off another car and bring them back. Um you know, a lot of, uh, you know, we're already all accounted for. And, you know, I would understand if Jeff had somebody that, that wasn't already on a car or somebody like that. But Jeff, uh, he basically moved into a, a full a full built team. And his former spotter is actually Chase Elliott's spotter, who's not yeah. going to up and leave Chase to yeah. come help a part-time guy out. Even if, he, even if he wasn't, you know, if Eddie was sitting on the sidelines all year and, and, and um, Jeff came into the car, I'm not sure Jeff would – you'd want to mess up the team you yeah, know uh, yeah. we, we have a team that's pretty tight you know you don't want to come in there just move a bunch of pieces around yeah um but you know and, and jeff's been great about it he's been uh he's been really fun to work with i've actually uh never got to work with him before until now but he's he's very impressive how he has asked me questions before races through text and in person that you know he is very detailed before the race right he like i've he'll we went to the lounge and jeff's literally sat there and said all right you know, I know what I've been doing, but I want to know what you would do if you were driving the car. Like, I want to know what you would do differently. Right. Like, I'm like, geez, I've never been asked that before. And I'm like, well, I would just back up turning three a lot more than you are because you missed the bottom of that every other lap. So, yeah. um, you know, and it, he's he's very detailed. Like, he thinks about stuff. Um, hey, what do you think about that high groove on restarts? What do you think about this? You know, and he's very, very, very Analytical. detailed. That's cool. Yeah, and I, I was very impressed with it. Still your turn, Kristen. Will you put your phone down? Actually, it was NASCAR texting me to make sure. This is becoming Jason a frequent okay. occurrence where you lose no focus kidding. in our show. You, uh, me, uh, the only one. Uh, Josh won't get off his either. Are you all right, texting we, each other? We need predictions. <laughs> predictions. So the, the first chase. thing we're predicting is who were the first four, four, dri- four yep. drivers out. TJ, I'm sure you've already put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, I haven't. You want to go first? Next you better. Why don't you go first? Finishes. I haven't even looked at it. First four drivers out. Uh, Chris Busher. He's out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Jamie McMurray, he's out. Tony Stewart, he's out. And my fourth one would be Jimmy Johnson. I will say Chris Busher. I will say um, McMurray. I will say Tony Stewart. We've agreed on three so far. He's Did not you say Tony? Call, yeah. yeah. But you're oh. not going to call it a Hendrick guy right here, so we know we're going to be different <laughs> on the fourth one. No, and then I will go with uh, – let me see here. One good guy won't make it. One good guy is going to have a bad week. Yeah. And I think it's going to be – He won't say Brad Keselowski either because they're buddies. Nah, I'm going to go with uh, – I think it's going to be a Gibbs guy, man. Ooh. You know, I'm going to say brave. Carl. The Carl. Say Carl. He's been all, He's been the worst Gibbs car. Yeah. Okay, well, who takes home the cup? Oh, we got to pick that now. Yeah, why do I got to pick that now? Because are you going to pick? Because that's what we do. Sure. Everybody's pick? picking. Not Jason. I don't have a list. He's not picking. You don't even know who's in the chase. No, I do. <laughs> Man, I'm going to go. I'll go first. You want to go first, TJ? I got to think about it for a minute. I knew you had to think about it. That's why I said I'd go first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the fastest guy right now to every track we go to is is either Truex or Keselowski or Harvick. Harvick. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I got Harvick. So so she's got Harvick. I don't disagree with you. Your phone's screwing up something else in here. Can we just pick our top four? I will go. Uh, no, because no, we can keep doing the elimination thing yeah. round by round. We can pick top four and then pick our winner at Homestead. But I think, well, this is preseason, pre-chase. 
starting. I got Truex. I think it'll be Truex, Brad, Harvick, and... Ah, oh, man, it's going to be a toss between... It'll either be uh, Logano yeah, or we, Hamlin. we got like eight more weeks to do that. Hamlin will be... Okay. So he's always pick? find a way. Who's your pick? Uh, you know, I got to... I think it's going to be... Man, it's so hard to pick right now. He does his shit every week, Jason. <laughs> I'll go with... No uh, matter what we're doing, he just sits... Arr. He's the most indecisive man I've ever met. I'll pick Danny. Denny. You don't even like Denny. I don't, you didn't All ask right. if I liked him or not. <laughs> Chicago predictions. Harvick, Harvick, Truex, Denny. Who you got, Josh? Uh, Brad Keselowski. Everybody's accounted Josh. for. Best of luck to all. Hey, we need to bet here. A little, no, because oh, I mean, I, we need a side. None of us are in the chase. You're not in it. I'm not in it. So let's have a little side bet for breakfast or something. Okay. I mean, y'all owe me like three of them anyway. Who, whoever, already. whoever wins has to buy. Whoever wins has to buy Chick Fil A and beer. You like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like the way you're thinking on the second part. Uh, oh, Chicago man. prediction. So here's the deal. I only have to win four races out of the next ten, and I win whatever we yeah. want to call this thing we've been doing all year. TJ, you have to pick first. Yep. We have to a, take less than 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, let's I go think, with uh, – I think you should go ten seconds. I will take – Man, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, – I used him already. Hang on. Logano. That's strong. He's coming I got to win. There's 10 left. I got to knock him out now. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you're thinking. I'm going to come back with the rookie into the chase, not a rookie driver. The show, Mr. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Got that, Josh? 42 against the 22. So, I only Jason, win four. this is the part where it's called the rant part, and it doesn't have to be yeah. about NASCAR. What was it last week, Colin Kaepernick? Probably. What do you want to rant about? Anything? It can be about, like, spotters, any <laughs> the <laughs> fog. Being deplorable. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he won't say it. Pence, we're not talking politics, right? Yeah, we can't. I love though. talking politics. I'm not afraid of it. Hillary fainted. If, I, I, did. if Trump okay. would have fainted, they would have been like, oh, this guy can't I stopped president. following when my guy dropped out. Who was that? Bernie. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Why can you not? What are we not allowed to say again? Damn. Now we can say the damn. F word. Can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we. Jason, do you have a rant? Is anything you, you want to get off your chest? Yeah. Your wife, she not she not cook a good meal last night. Oh, she nice cooks a great meal. She doesn't <laughs> listen to this show, man. You can blast her right here. Yeah. Oh, your chance. She's going to listen to it now. Just because I'm on here. Uh, she's going to have a hard time because our bandwidth is limited, and we're like going, we're we're like falling off the earth. We're so big. Yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, you got There's got to be some complaint you have about her. No, there's no complaint about her. <laughs> See, this is a good man right here. Oh man, I've been Tra- married to her too long. I know. You know, who's a, <laughs> you know who's a good man? Travis Campbell. Okay. She's got a lovely, lovely Twitter follower that just, she he asked her to go to his prom. She didn't know about that? Yeah, Twitter follower asked her to go to prom. And he made a t-shirt that says, I asked Kristen Maurer to prom, and the back says, she said no. And he wore it to Bristol. Wow. Yeah. So and they changed shirts. Sad day. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> yeah. well, that made the story. Oh, sound I got one better. more question for you. If you weren't a NASCAR official, NASCAR, NASCAR, what would you be doing? <laughs> said NASCAR, NASCAR, <laughs> NASCAR. Hello. Who's your favorite NASCAR? <laughs> uh, I'd be in the political field. Yeah. Uh, start, that's where I started out, just doing uh, working for the local congressman back home, and uh, just kind of got tired of it got burned out and one weekend like i said went down the local short track and got a job there and the rest is history that's super interesting thank god you left that corrupt <laughs> <for this. laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding man jeez there's always time you can always see run. he just opened the door up for a political rant no don't do it but i've been instructed by mike davis and natalie the speed sater to not go there and i would probably fall asleep because i don't really care about political <laughs> stuff <laughs> Josh, awesome. you got any rants? Got any good jokes yeah, right. or anything? You got any good jokes? Yeah, but nothing you can say on here. <laughs> you can say anything <laughs> on here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can say anything on here. We just beep out any bad words. Like <laughs> what you need to do is Richard Bostick. You need to get him on. Oh, Richard no. Bostick. Yeah. yeah. No. He, he's got some good jokes. Yeah. Or Henry Benfield. An hour's worth. Yeah, I got a joke, but I can't tell y'all. 
I'll tell you when this goes off. It's my favorite joke. Well, if anybody ever sees me at the track, stop me and I'll tell it to you. <laughs> it's funnier than hell. Is there uh, a pizza and gynecologist? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I saw that already. I saw it on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of made it up, so maybe somebody's copied it. I saw it actually this morning at like 6.45 a.m. That wasn't me. No, but I read it I've on been, Twitter. I've been doing this for since like college. Yeah. I get Yeah. The joke was that I read was we we called and ordered a pizza and asked the pizza delivery guy to write us a write a joke for us, and yeah. they did on the inside of the box. Maybe I don't uh, know. Maybe yeah. this. We'll maybe this finish this joke. Maybe off Brett the air. was the p- pizza delivery guy. I used to. No, it was pizza. the Steve Stifler account. Do you run that account? <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy, man. No way. You would. <laughs> oh Jesus man. Christ. Till next week. Hey, we got another special guest next week. Which one? Our teammate. Kevin Hamlin. This weekend. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> I can't wait for that Kevin one. Kevin <laughs> Hamlin. The only guy. I, so Josh just tweeted a picture, and I look like I was sitting like a girl. Kevin runs like a girl. So <laughs> he I know does. next week. And he runs a lot. You sit. Why? That's not well, my feminine legs, the way you were the, sitting. The picture he tweeted out, I look I feminine. I saw it. I don't think you look feminine. Oh, thanks. You know, um, next week we got to ask Kevin. He, he, I don't know if he'll hear this or not. Remember the time he rib-shotted Herm and yeah. Loudon? We're going to bring that up. We got to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> he also literally punched a guy. Bring up with Kevin. Um, I think it was 2007, somewhere around in there. Yeah, flying back when he was with Ganassi. Yep, flying driving back. for Ganassi. Yeah, yeah. he was yep. driving for Ganassi. Yep. Test dummy. Driving back or flying back from a Daytona test. Yep, going back to Charlotte, asking what happened on the flight. Okay. 2007, write that down. Somewhere, somewhere around in there. I don't remember if that's exactly what. Yeah, we got a bunch of good Hamlin stories. <coughs> I need to write them all down. But before we go, yeah. man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty so rare much. occasion that NASCAR lets an official come Absolutely. on a show as cool as ours. Shout out to Mike Ford at IMC. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'm actually got, I gained a lot of knowledge myself today because I wasn't 100% sure how all the pro trailer stuff worked yeah. and all I want that. a spot from the pro trailer because it's air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, uh, can, since you come on the roof with us, can you form an alliance and help us get shorts and shade? Can we, like, you got to talk to Bruce about that. No, that yeah. the guy who sits yeah. in the air conditioner, I'm sure yeah. that'll work well. Yep. <laughs> I even asked for shorts just on Fridays and Saturdays, and I'm gonna get a doctor dress note. up on Sunday. Can you yeah. get a doctor's note for shorts? Listen, my legs swamp cannot. ass. <laughs> I, got, I, have, I have medically declared declared swamp ass. I need a doctor's note. <laughs> my legs are allergic to shade. Something. I gotta have them in the sun, sun man. I need vitamin E. Gotta be in the sun. D. Look how white my legs are. F. Jeez. We're out. Yeah. Oh. Thanks to One Main and Exalta. Peace. Oh. Yeah. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 